Alana? Yes. We just took a nap. Well, we actually just ate Doritos, but before then. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that it's been two weeks since uh, we've recorded. Last week you were sick, so I stayed home. Yeah. And used my air fryer to make donuts. Yeah, you told me you had some problems with that. It wasn't with the air fryer. Here's what happened. Mm -hmm. I was putting the ingredients together, and there's (laughs) a lady on YouTube who does these air fryer recipes. What's her name? I forget. I would say, but I just don't remember. Okay. She had something like eight kids. Jeez. Which uh, she seems a little bit nutty to me. Wow. Um, But something tells me she's probably a Mormon. Well, Catholics have big families too, you know. That. They do, but the, this is the same impression I get for her. Oh, okay. And she hasn't, to the best of my knowledge, she has not said that, but that's, I get that there's probably some sort of religious thing there, and it's probably Catholic, uh, Mormonism. But who knows? Who knows? Anyways. You didn't see all the kids. <laughs> well, I didn't see all the kids, but she said in her videos that she has, as a mother of eight kids, and I'm like, ooh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she. Yeah, they got big families. Yeah, somebody's been worshiping a false god, but that is true. (laughs) I I, actually, I don't know that for, but in in any event, so she does this recipe for Krispy Kreme donuts, Uh and before I use the air fryer, I pulled out the new stand mixer. Mm. So I'm adding the ingredients, and at one point she's like. I forgot the salt. I should have added it earlier. And I freak out because, you know, I was doing it step by step and pausing. So I go in and (laughs) add my salt. (laughs) It's not mixing right. Yeah. Uh, The dough still feels a little bit um, too solid to me. Oh. So I pour in some more whole milk. Yeah. And what had happened was I didn't have the bowl attached to my mixer correctly. Oh, no. So on the bottom of it, there's all this <gasps> milk. Oh. And I realized that, of course, later. I'm like, oh, no, this is really bad. <laughs> but I took it out. I'm like, almost throw through the dough away. But instead, I'm like, no, we're just going to let this rise and see what happens. Yep. I do that. It turns out okay. Pull out my biscuit cutters to cut it. Because I thought I had a one-incher. Yeah. But the shortest one I... Or the smallest one I had was a two-incher. Which oh. is a little bit too big for donut holes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to cut them and let them rest. And then I remembered when they're proofing again... Yeah. That you got me some apple cores. I, so I, I got a pear and apple core for you, yeah. Yeah, so I used that to make the holes. Mm-hmm. Uh which you can do, but you ideally you want something different. Yeah, yeah. But it worked. Good. And the donuts actually came out tasting really good. With the glaze, uh, when yeah. you, when you had the glaze, when you um, let the glaze cool. Yeah, I let the glaze cool a little bit. The glaze was the easiest part of making these donuts, besides for putting them in the air fryer. But I kind of knew that going in because I've made glaze. I don't even know how many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 things. now but now since you made them once. And now you got a donut cutter now, right? Yeah. Um, now that you made them once, uh, now you know what to do as far as um, how to uh, uh, put the ingredients in the air fryer now? Yeah. In fact, I almost made them again last night. Oh. But I was out of chocolate chips. Oh, man. So. Oh, well. The glaze would have been okay, but it would have been next level with the chips, so. Yes, it would. One day you might get to taste my donuts. I hope so. Yeah, that might be good for you, babes.
the door knife. Yes, yes, yes. I want to learn how to make bear claws and apple fritters. And oh, all that stuff. I love a bear claw once in a while and ap- apple fritters. I mean, I like all kinds of donuts. I like the twist ones. I like the glazed ones. Mm-hmm. I like the ones with filling in them. There's these ones called Long John's. You've had those before, right? Uh, yes, everybody's had Long John's. Well, maybe I have. I have too. Yes. I haven't had them a lot, but they're one of my favorite donuts too. With the with the they're long and they have the chocolate filling in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Good stuff, babe. And chocolate maple bars. Oh. Then, <sighs> yes. A couple of days ago, I wanted to recreate the KFC recipe. I was excited to hear about that. It, now it turned out a little bit dry. Yeah. But I think that was user error because it okay. was a, my first time doing it. I wasn't quite sure. I think I initially set the temperature at 375 mm-hmm. and it really should have been set at 400 for a lesser amount of time. Ah. But it wasn't like so dry to where it was horrible tasting. It just, it, it could have tasted better. It was drier than it could have been. Yeah. 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 Overall, I would say it was like 85 to 90% of the way there. Oh, good. On my first attempt. Good. Good, good, good. I'm, I'm glad about that. I'm glad that you, even though you ran into some problems with the donuts, at least you know what to do now. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot easier doing the chicken. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Very good, Jay Wool. Very good. Oh, I didn't even tell you what happened. So you know how I need to get new drip hands? Yes. Do you know what the biggest obstacle has been on me getting these rip hands? What's that? I can't find the size for them. Are you serious? Yeah, so I read the manual because they say, okay, well, uh, read your model number. It's in your stove. Yeah. Well, I'm a blind guy. How are you supposed to find that? Way in the back, and it's (laughs) dark in there, so I can't do that. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, I go online, and they say they'll usually also have the size of the mm-hmm. drip pans in the manual. Okay. I go through that manual. It just says, oh, these drip pans, uh, you can use many different types for these. And that's all it says. What? Yeah. In the in the manual for your stove? Mm-hmm. In the what? Frigidaire manual. Oh, so wow. That's been, so I've been yeah. using my Instant Pot a lot more the last couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Um, Maybe you should... Do you think you should contact your manager and see if they could help you with that? No, they're not going to know. Really? No. With the size? They're not going to know. That's, that, that's interesting to know because I was thinking about um, getting another drip pan and another burner. Yeah. Because, uh, and I need to follow up on it because I haven't heard back from. Um, your management. I, I haven't mm-hmm. heard back from management. I, I was supposed to hear back from uh, the maintenance person. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I think I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to follow up because I haven't heard back from her, but, um, I'm glad you told me that because I thought about buying them and I wasn't sure how I was going to find them because I don't know what the pictures look like. Well, yeah. And it's, they could just put the dimensions of the drip hands in there. Uh huh. So I ordered a ruler from Walmart last weekend. Yes. It didn't come. Oh. I got one off of Amazon, and then I'm researching how to measure your drip pans. And I get these articles saying it's not as straightforward as it looks, and I'm just like, uh. I might just have to bite the bullet and order a pair of them and hope they fit. <laughs> but get one from Frizzardare, because this is at some point it's like you got to say, I put in the mental work for this. Yeah. And my mind will only allow me to focus so much on these drip pans. Yeah. Yeah. So I boiled the water and the vinegar mm-hmm. for our onions uh-huh. with my Instant Pot last night. 
Really? Mm-hmm. How did that turn out? It worked. Oh, good. Yeah. It can do that stuff. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, it's just, I'm not the, the hugest fan of the Instant Pot. Really? You're, you're, I mean, you, but you like using it for yogurt and stuff. Like yeah. Instapot. But with other stuff, it's just like, I, it's a lot easier just to just use it. Just to be on, use on the stove, yeah. So I, I think I'm going to have to order some trip pans. But of course, now with the holiday season, mm-hmm. it's going to be longer to get it delivered. And, and that happens all the time, depending on when you order it, because mm-hmm. there are things that are on sale before the holiday. So you get it, you know, you get it in time. Yeah. But like sometimes you really got to, work with that because it's like the busiest time of the year so that makes sense that it would take a while yes by the way babes yes i finally found my potato peeler oh where was it it was like deep in my cupboard (laughs) oh my goodness where like in the most which cupboard was it it was where i keep my measuring cups but it was kind of like deep in there i had to really feel around okay because i i just decided this week i have to find this thing or get a replacement yeah and I'm looking around, and finally I found it after a little while of looking. I get so annoyed when I'm, you know, especially if I'm looking for a piece of clothing. It doesn't matter if it's, um, it doesn't matter if it's a piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I haven't looked for this in a while. I really want to use it. And it's like, oh, where is it? Yeah. Did I, you know, and and if it's clothing, I'm like, did I leave it in the laundry room? I don't think I did. <laughs> so did I, uh, you know. Another conclusion I came to is I am going to order the drip pan soon. Mm-hmm. And I have a really crappy can opener. Mm. I was thinking to myself, every time I use this thing to open a can, I end up frustrated. Mm. I know that it's money, and even though it's not that expensive, it's, you know, I would rather not spend it. But wouldn't it give me more peace of mind to have this can opener that I have now as, like, a backup and to buy a more high-quality one? Yeah, or or you could um, toss your can can opener and I can give you one of mine. Yours are kind of like, you know, you have issues with those, too. Not really. Okay, but you're always saying, Bob, you doesn't work. Bob, you just part way open. Bob, I can't get it. Oh, well, it's probably my fault, though. Oh, okay. I mean, I've got a metal one that I don't use as much. I might have to take that, then. Because um, I like my plastic one. Okay, I'll, I'll take the five-finger discount. Oh, my goodness. On the metal one. Because I could always get an extra one, too. Yeah. I mean, they're not that expensive. <clears throat> no, they're not. Yeah, every a lot of people use them, so... I could just give you one of mine. Sweet, I'd love the metal one. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Good. Very good. Because I like I like using my um, I like using my uh, my plastic one better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yes, I'll just give that to you. I'm happy about that, babes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. I got thank you, baby. And then you can buy an extra one, and I can buy an extra one, and you know, it'll be good. Okay. I'll have three then. No, 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 no. I meant you could buy like an extra, if you wanted, okay, I guess you would, I guess you, I guess you could have three if you wanted to, but I don't know. Do you really want to keep the one that you don't like? That's a good point. <laughs> That's what I mean. You could buy okay. an extra one, toss the other one, and I can give you mine. That, that might work, babes. Yes. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you, babes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Alana. Yes. 
Oh, I hear the sirens outside the window. That's not for me. Oh, I don't know. Things seem to be happening <clears throat> in the other building that's across the way. Yeah, this is a very crime-ridden area, as is all of Portland right no, now. I'm not talking about the area. I'm talking about there's old people in the, the next building over. And they like they sell meth or what? Bubs! Bubs? Well, no, because you were just hearing police sirens. No, I'm, I'm, they're probably hurt, Bubs. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what? What? I don't know. Oh, Bubs. I know old people who sell meth. Oh, Bubs. Yeah, you do. I know people in the 90s who sell meth, okay? Oh. No, I don't. Oh, I <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a week, Bubs. I know, babes. Uh, actually, closer to two weeks. Closer to two weeks. Yes. Okay. Closer to two hey! weeks. Hey! I just spanked you. Well, stop it. All right, give me a kiss and I'll stop it. Mm. I like that, babes. Ugh. Give me a kiss. I was hoping you wouldn't. Uh, what? Mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> Enough of this playing around, babes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. Alana. Yes. Let's talk about a movie that I showed you. Last year, I believe on Christmas Eve, okay, or give or take a day or two. All right, called the Big Lebowski. Was it Christmas Eve? I guess it was, it was. around that time. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, um, I, I think you're right. And yeah. originally, you didn't really like the movie, but now I feel that you've had time to process it <laughs> and have come to appreciate it. Because if I remember, you barely gave it a six. I. I think it was a six, but I wasn't too sure because I thought it was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. But um, you've been reassessing this review. I, I have been reassessing it um, because I was thinking about it. Well, okay, that is kind of funny if you think about uh, your friend. Your friend dies, and you don't know where to put his ashes because you don't have an urn, so you <laughs> put it in a Folgers cup. Yeah, I always love that. <laughs> um, and then you got... Old Mr. Lebowski, that's this rich guy, and he profits off of the uh, little Lebowski underachievers. Yes, <laughs> and his daughter is a his daughter knows all about his um, businesses and whatever. <laughs> uh, she was weird. She was. Yeah. Well, well, young Jeff Lebowski was kind of strange too. Yes, the dude. Yes, I love yeah. the dude. Is very, but I'm the dude. <laughs> well, and then and John Goodman. John Goodman was funny too, but I didn't know what to think about of him in the movie because I thought he was kind of. Um, uh, I thought he had some, uh, like he always wanted to be right all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but he says the most ridiculous things. <laughs> like um, he says his wife is um, observing Chavez. His ex-wife, so that, but yeah. His ex-wife is 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 observing Chavez because because she, she's Jewish. Yes. It's like no, it's Shabbat, <laughs> and you're not Jewish. So what would you <laughs> give? What would you give the movie now that you've been reassessing? I think I give it a seven. Okay, that's fair. Um, and it isn't just because, um, and it isn't just because I I did run into somebody who has the same last name. Yeah. But. <laughs> but um, it's because I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? This is actually kind of funny. I'm glad you rethought about it, babes. Yes, I did. Yes. This was the same. Was it? Was it that same day that we watched um, Jojo Rabbit? No, we watched Jojo Rabbit on the same night that you showed me August Fresh. Oh, okay, that's right. That was a, that was like a um, uh, 
Oh, that's right. Okay, so yeah. I think I I think I said the same night I showed you um, Edward Scissorhands, right? It might have been. Yeah, because the next day I showed you um, Mr. Holland's Opus. You're I, on your birthday. Yeah, you showed me Mr. Holland's Opus on my birthday. Um, I'm not quite sure. I may have the days wrong, but it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember now because because right, I I showed you showed me um. You showed me the bi- the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. That was the night that we made um, teriyaki chicken. Nice, yes. It turned really good, actually. Yes, yes. I was a little. I, <laughs> I don't remember. I think it. I think the alarm did go off once. It, I'm not sure. I don't remember. It turned out really good. Yes. Um, and then you showed me the big Lebowski, and I showed you. Um, I showed you uh, Edward Scissorhands because you haven't seen it. No, I saw it, but I saw it in the theater when it first came out. Okay, you haven't. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You, you didn't see it for a while, and I didn't see it for a while. That's, that's right. right. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Um. So that was kind of fun. Yes. Yes. I was listening to TYT this week. Yes. And um, you, well, you don't watch the show, but you've heard me talk about Anna before. Quite a bit. You, but you've never actually seen her, so you don't know. No, I don't know who this lady is. I, she's a little, for the most part, I'm an Anna fan. Okay. But she's like, you know, they're talking, they'll do news, but sometimes they'll just banter about life. Yeah. And I think Jenk was on the show and they were talking about holiday movies. And I was surprised because I thought that she was above the holidays. But she's like, oh yeah, every uh, Christmas, me and my husband watch Home Alone together. That's like my favorite holiday movie. Ah. And I did not expect that. And uh-huh. it's, it's, a uh, I want to bring her up again soon, but before we do that, in the context of before we bring her up, do you ever find it interesting when cool people admit to doing something that doesn't really sound that hip on the surface, right? So, like, it, in, in this day, it took the form of Anna saying that she watches Home Alone every Christmas, but it might also take the form of, I don't know, Snoop Dogg doing a show with Mar- Martha Stewart or, you know what I mean? Well, okay, first off, I don't know if these people are cool, so I can't okay. really say that they're cool or not. Yeah. Um, we, ha- we, ha- we always have our uh, perceptions of people that we think we like. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Maybe the term would be guilty pleasures. But are they so guilty if they admit them in public? Or maybe not guilty pleasures, but things that you wouldn't think they would be into. Mm. Like, it's like saying Martha Stewart was into playing the electric guitar, which I couldn't imagine it. That would be a little bit strange. That would be a little weird. Or, yeah. you know, like, like, um, oh, let me think. Uh, I mean, the, you know, because I don't know this Anna chick, yeah. whatever, but... I mean, well, actually, come to think of it, I think uh, I think Avril Lavigne admitted that she liked Home Alone. Oh, but I like Home Alone too. I mean, that's one of the what's one of the movies that I like watching uh, during the holidays. But I but I'm a big holiday person anyway. Yeah, it's a it's a good holiday movie. But I can see watching every every year watching the same movie. That just seems a little bit insane. I think I've got, I mean, everybody's got their favorite movies and I've got like a list of favorite movies. Yeah. But I don't always watch them all the time. I don't always get to do that. No, this is interesting because 
I always thought that you didn't have a list of favorite movies. Well, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I have a selective, a selected favorites, but I don't like put a list on them. Okay. If that's, if that's what I'm trying to say. So, They're not exactly a list of them. It's just like my favorite ones that I like watching around this time of the year. Mm. So get, getting back to the, the thing I was just talking about with Anna. Okay. Sometimes I'll, I'll watch rappers because I'm a big fan of 90s hip hop. Uh-huh. And they'll put them in situations to where they're doing corny things. Like now, cooking. <laughs> well, yes and no. Like the Snoop thing with, um, Martha Stewart is a little bit weird, but it is weird. I'm a cooking fan myself, so I can kind of look the other way on that one. Okay. But it's like, um, there was that show Action back in the day with uh, uh, Jay Moore, who's kind of a douchebag, but... I did know, not watch that. I didn't watch it either, but he was talking about it one day. He has a podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And he said that they had Ice Cube guest star on his podcast. And the episode ends with Ice Cube playing with his daughter, who's like three years old. Oh, wow. And I remember hearing that and thinking, oh, that's kind of corny. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, uh, Eminem did an episode of Crank Yankers. And I understand that it's a prank phone call show, but it's also Comedy Central. Right. Which, besides for South Park, isn't really going to air anything that's raunchy. So, I'm wondering though if I need to reassess this and instead of just thinking this is rappers bowing to the Illuminati or trying to get a paycheck, maybe they're kind of into this stuff and they actually do think this stuff is cool. Well, if they're, um, if they're okay with admitting it, mm. I mean, they're not, they're not pretending that they, they actually like it. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that has to say something. Cause you're, you're always like, Oh yeah. Well, they're just doing that for publicity. You yeah. Know? I, 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 you a do have a, you do have quite a cynical attitude in, in, in general, but <laughs> Uh, uh, no, no offense, but you do. <laughs> and, and I said, well, maybe they're actually, maybe that's really true. So has it caused you to, to rethink this? Well, yeah, because I don't think that the Illuminati came to Anna and say, you have to lie about watching Home Alone every year. That's Or ridiculous. else we're going to take your show off the internet. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I do believe that there are media personalities that are forced not to say certain things. Oh, without question. Um, but I, but if, but if Anna is willing to admit that she likes watching a certain movie around the holidays and no one's telling her to shut up, then there has to be something to that. So maybe Eminem could also really have enjoyed Crank Yankers then. And Taco Bell. And Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, yes. That's such a funny thing to think about. I don't know. Yes. I just, it just makes me think, okay, maybe Eminem isn't, you know, this like rich guy that is only into himself. Maybe he actually <laughs> likes Taco Bell and will, um, <laughs> wants people to like it too. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe he just owns a ton of Taco Bell stock. <laughs> I just think it's so funny because you would think, oh, no, he would promote like a steakhouse or, or, uh, I don't know, an upscale restaurant. Apparently, he did open a new restaurant in Detroit literally (laughs) like a month or two ago called Mom's Spaghetti. Ooh, really? Yeah. Wow. 
Well, I like I like spaghetti anyway. I wonder if he's back to talking with his mom because you know he did all those songs against her, which I know, like saying that saying that he wants to kill her. I mean, I I thought that was what is he gonna what is he gonna name his next place ex wife's bakery? I don't know, babes, (laughs) but. On the Marshall Mathers, too, he did a song kind of apologizing to his mom. Um, mm. I said the Marshall Mathers, too, is the Marshall Mathers LP, oh, I think, part two. That's a little bit strange. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I still like him, but the early music really, I think, for me, after the A Mile soundtrack, he kind of went downhill and never really. Recovered. Is it because Bubs at no, that I- time maybe, and I'm just guessing, <clears throat> because at the time he w- he came out in the early 2000s, late 90s. Okay, late night. Okay, you know what I mean. Late 90s, early 2000s. I, you know what I meant. Go ahead. <clears throat> Is it because did you like him because at the time you were like super angry? I'm sure that contributed to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now everybody's so happy and pr- proud. I'm finally allowed to set foot in my girlfriend's house. Uh, that's from that song he did from the second album. See, I'm just Marshall Mathers. That's a good song. Not my favorite song off of the album. It's just so funny because Marshall Mathers sounds like um, like he wouldn't be a person that would have um, a rap career. No. Marshall Mathers sounds like a like an executive or something. I hear you. <laughs> but if you listen uh, to the Eminem show, mm-hmm. which came out in 2002, mm-hmm. and then you listen to Encore from 2004, mm-hmm. it's not as good. And he was going through pill addictions at the time. And the album Encore just feels very unstructured. Because he was unstructured, right? Because he was unstructured. And then he did an another album after that like five years later that was even worse called relapse Uh-oh. and i i like some of the songs off of encore not the entire thing but it has a few things that i'll listen to relapse doesn't have anything that i like on it oh wow and i think dr dre produced <clears throat> most of that one. Oh, really but then he did a recovery which has some really good music on it and since then he's been very hit and miss oh, as wow. opposed to the early days where he was just like on fire you know, I think there's something about young people make better music than older people. And Depends on who it is, though, because... I'm saying in general. Okay. I know technically that's not the case because you learn your skill better. But it's just right. they have more emotion in them, it seems like. Well, the, they're closer to the struggle, and I uh, think that shows in the music. Are you talking about the young people of our day in the 90s? Well, and the, of any generation. So we could okay. look at Bob Dylan, for example. Yeah. When people talk about his music, for the most part, it's typically focused on the years between, like, let's say 1963 mm-hmm. and 1970. Uh-huh. They don't really say... Oh, he made so many classic songs in the 1970s and 80s. Mm. Or we could take, I'm not going to say the Beatles because they're the traditional group that everybody says, right? Of course. Right. They're, so, they're like, yeah. So let's go with the Beach Boys. All right. Um, How much of their music from the 80s is still talked about today? Um, Like one song. 
I don't even know if they... I'm trying to remember what song they did do in the 80s. They did that song. What? To Jamaica. See, oh, 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 yeah. oh. Oh, you're talking about Kokomo. Kokomo. That's the only one I can think of. Exactly. Um, People talk about the did, early stuff. They did do uh, an album a few years ago that was, was actually not that bad. Yeah, but here's the difference. That album was not that bad. And the albums from the 60s are legendary. Pet Sounds, I think, was probably... I've, I've been hearing it. That was their best album. Mm-hmm. And so, but it says something about youth. Yeah, they can do albums that aren't that bad, but compared to doing classics, that's mm. it's not really saying. But I'm 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 comparing that to the youth of today, right? You know, the ones that were in that are in their late teens and early to mid twenties. It just seems like there's no originality. Yeah, but we're we're saying two different things. I'm saying. That people's music connects with audiences less when they get older. And you're saying the music of today that's made by young folk isn't as good as it was back in the day. And I think both things are true. So it's like with most artists of today, mm-hmm. their music sucks already. So just think of what trash it's going to be in 20 years. But if you take a great artist mm-hmm. and... Look at where they were when they made an album in their 20s versus where they are creatively when they do an album in their 40s. The album in their 20s, nine times out of 10, is going to be better. Unless they, you know, because a lot of artists do go through, uh, they do go through some changes. Well, you would hope that all artists. You you would. Well, let me finish. Go ahead. Don't interrupt. Oh. I heard you speak. (laughs) You don't have to be so sassy in the head. Hey, whoa. Hey, well, hey, who's the one who, who who lets me be that way, Bubs? God. No, you. Okay, well, mm. stop it then. Mm. Mm. Well, what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted. Woman, know your place. Man. <laughs> keep going, babes. That's fighting words. Oh, we'll keep going, babes. I'm <laughs> um, I mean, it, it really depends. Like, there are artists that, that keep uh, keeping themselves um innovative and they change with the times and <clears throat> i admire that quite a bit if they're good at it um but yeah there are artists that you know like mariah Carey used to be so good uh, let, let me let me use her as an example because i was a big mariah Carey fan when she came out with um uh her music in the early 90s. My mom was a big fan of her. And she was good until like, I don't know. I think like, I don't know when she just went downhill, but her voice just got shoddy over time. Really shoddy. And I, I don't know what happened. She used to be like on fire and, and now she's like, I wouldn't buy any of her albums anymore. Yeah, that's what happens with artists. I think part of it is they get too separated from the thing that made them great. So you're reading TuneIn right now. John mm-hmm. Lennon went through a lot of struggle. Yep. And he he kept it together longer than most people. Mm-hmm. But at some point, he got a penthouse and moved in there and had a child that he actually loved. Yeah. And so the music kind of, it wasn't this young, rebellious thing anymore. And I think that's... 
the artists, the, the, the thing that happens to a lot of successful artists. Like, let's take it back to Eminem. Mm -hmm. When he first started out, he had a, a small daughter. His wife, Kim, was living with her parents and they thought that he was a loser. Mm -hmm. Well, then he comes out with the Eminem, uh, LP. Mm -hmm. It becomes a huge hit. And, so the second album, he's really angry because the world around him has changed, but he hasn't changed yet. Mm -hmm. So the Marshall Mathers LP is all about commenting on how, isn't this strange? I was this poor kid who nobody loved, and now everybody wants a piece of me. Huh. So that comes out, and it's amazing. Yeah. The third album, he had gone through troubles with Kim, mm -hmm. and he had adjusted a little bit to fame, but it was still this thing that was kind of odd, and he was going through legal trouble. So that comes out. Yeah. And that's great. Right? Eight Mile soundtrack was him trying to reconnect with his younger self, who yeah. he was a lot closer to being at that point. Uh -huh. Okay. Then he helps out Obi Trice and 50 Cent get their careers off the ground. Mm -hmm. Obi, not so much. Obi didn't really take off. And I thought he was a really great rapper. But anyways. Mm -hmm. But by then he had fallen into the pattern of addiction. He had the big mansion. Mm -hmm. He, for all we know, we, he may have had an art collection. And so as a result, Encore was just like, nah, wasn't that good. And then... Five years later, by the time he's doing relapse, it's like he's so entrenched in the world of being a rich, famous rapper that he wasn't really connected to that young guy he was anymore mm -hmm. when he first came out with the Eminem show or the Emin uh, the Slim Shady LP. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't keep track. Um, I never kept really good track of him, so I don't Yeah, know. and I realized that I skipped over some stuff with D12 and Relapse, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to give you a biography, and I know he did albums before the Eminem LP, but it was his big hit, so if you don't like it, <laughs> kick rocks. <laughs> kick rocks. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, I mean, to me, I think every artist is different. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can say that they're always good when they're young. No, no, there are definitely exceptions. Like, I think Sade has actually gotten better since she's she's older. She's fantastic. She's amazing. Yeah. And, and she was really good when she was younger. I personally like Lover's Rock and Soldier of Love a lot, though. Mm. Uh, Lover's Rock more. That's probably my favorite album of hers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, and I, and when I was younger, babes, yeah. whenever my mom would put on that album, I'd leave the room or I'd switch the CD. Um, of Sade? Yeah, I didn't get it. I just, really? I, I had to be older to appreciate I was, her music. I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I, I wasn't like a, I'm not really a huge, huge fan of Sade, but I do appreciate. She's amazing. Stuff. I love Sade. I don't have, I don't, um, I don't, I never bought any of her albums, but, um, but I remember, my aunt and uncle had an album in, uh, and they were, we were driving around to my relative's house in, in their car. And, um, that was a really good album. That was the one with, um, I think it was with By Your Side. That's Lover's Rock. That's her I best I think that was Lover's Rock. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. They, that was a good album they got. I used to have a, uh, a shirt with her on it. Really? Yeah. It was, and it had Lover's Rock. It's a picture from that album. It was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Um, so switching gears a little bit, mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite movies? 
Um, oh, that's a good question. There's a lot. I mean, give me like five. Oh, um, some of them you may not even seen. Okay, I like, and, and a lot of them are romantic comedies too. Um, I like uh, Notting Hill. That's really good. I do like that. Uh, there's a movie I, I haven't seen in a while, but I liked um, Serendipity. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, what was another one that I liked? Um, I'm trying to think of ones that I haven't even shown you yet. Hmm. Um, I I did like uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. Okay. Um, I know you didn't really... You know, you didn't really think um, my best friend's wedding was that funny, but I liked it. Okay. And um, and the wedding singer. There's like five of them that I like, but wow. I don't have. I don't like. Um, I don't put them in lists because there's so many. Mov- there's so many movies that I I do like that I can't list them all. Yeah, but those are amongst your favorites. They are amongst my favorites. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Do I go, Jay Wool? Yeah, and you like some of them that I liked. I like them. They wouldn't be in my favorites list, though. Okay. But, you know, I did like Notting Hill. I thought that was good. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Yes, yes. Okay. All right, so let's bring up Anna Kasparian from TYT again. Okay. And this is going to make you mad, but not in the way to where you disagree with her. Okay. And I think you probably know where I'm going with this. Oh, jeez. What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I want to know. Do we even? T- I, I don't know. Anyway, go on. Okay. So, as we know, uh, a lot of police officers like to shoot black people unjustly, and that sucks. And but I'm not. I, I'm not defund the police. I'm like reform the police. Right, and there has to be there has to be a way for them to really do background checks on uh, police that should not be on the force for sure. Yeah, we definitely need police reform in this country, and anybody who tells you different isn't telling you the truth. But but defunding the police doesn't work, okay? Because we've seen it here in Portland. No, and okay, that's my little kind of conservative rant. Your spiel, yes. Um. So Anna did this story that I have not heard anywhere else on the news. And it was about a man who was accused of robbing a Walmart. The police come to the parking lot and a police officer kills this man. And she's the only news source on the left I've heard report this case. I think it happened within the last couple of weeks, right? Um, and you hadn't heard about it either until this morning. No. Now, what actually, no, you told me about that last week. Oh, I told you about it last week. So but, I didn't know anything about that. And you pay attention to conservative media. So you haven't heard about it. Now, what makes this case unique? Okay. So the guy was white. So you could say, well, maybe the left, most of the lefty media didn't report on it because it was a white guy who got shot. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, that's oh, a, that's a good so, argument. We're so into virtue signaling. We're only going to report when black people get shot. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a good, uh, so assessment. You, okay. So you could make that argument. Yeah. But then you think, well, Tucker Carlson would want to show a case of a white person being shot because it shows that police are fair and they make mistakes with everybody. And if he didn't want to do it, then surely somebody else on the right would do it too. So why wouldn't they show a story about a white guy getting shot? Well, it turns out there's something else about this white guy. He has a disability. He was a wheelchair user. So what does that tell you? 
I don't know that it tells me anything. I just think I I don't know why I I'm not even gonna guess why the story wasn't reported. I I, I, I just gave you the answer. No 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 I know that but I'm I'm giving you my tape buffs. Yeah. Oh, oh stop stop stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into this big debate about this whole thing. Oh, I actually think we agree on this. But here, okay, but but I think that it's it's crazy that the story wasn't reported. Yes. Um, and we went into this conversation earlier today of how, in general, um, disability the disability community has had a stigma. Yes. And it isn't just wheelchair users, but it's blind people, deaf people, um, people with uh, autism and uh, developmental disabilities. And there are people that do understand the disabilities community if they've worked with them and even some that haven't. But there's like the ones that really don't want to understand them is what really, really gets on my nerves. Um, They're just... They just refuse to learn about it. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. But. Well, we know the reason that they're not talking about this story in the mainstream press. If this guy was black, they wouldn't be talking about the story. Mm-hmm. The, the only reason they're not is because he's a wheelchair user. Right. And w- what does that tell you about what this country thinks about people with disability? D- disabilities. I think it's pretty obvious. Well, I think that this, um, I, well, well, what about when you were talking about, this is in the past when you said that, um, how England doesn't exactly treat people's, people with disabilities very well either. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have, we have resources, a lot of resources here for people with disabilities, but England doesn't treat them well. No, it's most right? countries don't treat them well. We're considered yeah. one of the best in the world as far as disability rights goes. Yes. And we still suck at it. I, you know, I think it could get better. I don't think we're that worse off. I think it could get better for sure. I think that that there are people that really do need to wake up and realize that, um, we are people too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, and we, um, you know, there's a reason why the ADA is in place. Um, but I don't think we're worse off like, uh, like Asian countries. I mean, um, I had a friend in school who I will not name. And according to her, in her culture, um, you heard of the Hmong culture, right? Yes, I have. The Hmong. Okay. The, so, so they come from, uh, Thailand, I think. And, um, a lot of Asian cultures just do not see uh, blind people or other people with disabilities as human. Mm-hmm. And at least, I mean, yes, the 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 disability, uh, you know, uh, disability rights in here are uh, in in this country is not always the best, but at least. At least we are still considered as human beings in, in, in a sense, if that makes any sense. I don't know if I'm. I hear what you're saying, but my counter argument to that is we are considered on the bottom rung of society, 
Right. And hearing this story and not finding it reported anywhere else, and it's possible that it was, right? But I just, for, we just weren't looking. From yeah. the resources I was looking at, they they talked about it once on TYT. No other uh, lefty media sources that I could find covered it. You didn't hear about it uh, on anything from the right wing. Um, and again, I think, well, they would have talked about it on the right wing as like an example of, well, you think that cops only shoot black people. Here's a case of a white man being shot to death. Maybe. I mean, so I don't know whether or not there was um, a biased reason as to why this wasn't reported. We can only speculate it. Yeah. But maybe it's just because I don't know how news sources work, whether they're on the left or the right, how um, how they get these stories, because I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I, I, it's easy for us as lay people to think, well, they're so biased. Of course, they wouldn't report on a white chair, a white wheelchair user that, that got shot. But they wouldn't report on a black wheelchair user who got shot either. I don't think. I mean, I'm only using the fact that he's white too, because it's a differentiation from a black person being shot. But I, I honestly believe if it was a black man who mm-hmm. was using a wheelchair and he got shot to death, the lefty media would ignore it too. You think so? Yes. Absolutely. Huh. Well, I, I mean, so so I'm not going to guess as to why they didn't report this. Um, I think they should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope more I hope more stations pick it up. I do. Um, th- nobody should be shot unjustly if they, in fact, were not robbing a store. That's just stupid. Yes. And if, if they were not provoking the police officer either. So, I mean, and then I don't know, I didn't see the video, so I have, I really don't really, I really don't have a lot to say on this. Oh. But I will, I will tell you about what I heard about what's going on in New Zealand. What's up? Um, so... Apparently, the, in, there's a law in the works in New Zealand that is trying to ban um, smoking uh, because of the sale of cigarettes to young people. Mm. They're trying to, to ban it because I don't know if this is a good thing or not. I don't like smoking. I think it's disgusting. Um, but I, I feel like people are going to smoke no matter what anybody says. In my opinion, what they should do is just make it price prohibitive. So charge $100 for a pack of cigarettes. No one will buy it. And then see how many people buy it. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, put a tax on it. Yeah, put a huge tax a on it. A huge tax on it. Um, and I think that's the most effective way to deal with smoking. I heard that they're pretty expensive, right? When when everything accumulates, maybe I mean I honestly I, I don't know I've never bought a pack of cigarettes. So I I never have. Either. I'm the wrong person to ask about that. Yeah, I I think it's completely disgusting. Now but- I remember hearing in the 1990s that in Canada they didn't want their cigarettes to smoke, their citizens to smoke, not their cigarettes. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> yeah. And back then they were charging eight dollars for a pack of cigarettes. Whoa. This is probably like ninety. Four, maybe 93 I heard this mm. so it's doable yeah but the but here's the thing too and I have so it's one thing to tax cigarettes mm-hmm. okay but I remember years ago when I was living in Seattle that 
some lawmakers were talking about putting a tax on like soda and candy and stuff like that yeah. and, and and other food and I'm like okay why would you do that because um you may not like what people are buying but they're going to buy it anyway yeah cigarettes for real there's a more compelling argument to tax it at a higher rate yeah. because smoke can go into other people's lungs absolutely and that's why I think it's it's a little bit different than other substances that people decide to put in their body. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Because it's more it's a lot easier for someone to cut out sugar than it is for someone to cut out nicotine. Because nicotine is I don't know if I agree with that. Well, okay, maybe I should rephrase that. Um it would be hard to cut out both things, but I think uh nicotine, of course, uh is a lot more dangerous. I don't know if I agree with that. I think sugar is very dangerous and I think that it's in everything. So it's very addictive and hard to cut out of our diets. It is hard. Um, maybe I should think about this. Um, but I, but I do, I do agree about the taxing of cigarettes that actually might work. Yeah. Because it really, um, but they're thinking about banning the whole thing. I don't think that's a good idea. This, yeah, I, I feel so complex about this because as you know, I'm, a personal freedom person. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But also, it does affect the people around you for real. So I, I don't know where I fall on this. I'm all I, over the place with this one. I don't, I don't know that it's a good idea to ban because, because you're, because if you think about it, if you're a freedom loving person, yeah, people are going to find out ways to get the substance that you're banning. True. And they're going to find areas to smoke cigarettes, no matter what you tell them. Yeah. So that's why I think I lean in the directions of super high sales taxes on cigarettes. Making it very hard to purchase. Yeah. I think, I think that might be the best way to handle it. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that there's a place in California called Calabasas that has banned smoking. I think, I think they have like a clean air act or something. And, mm. um, and um, I remember when, um, Washington state was trying to do like a statewide ban of cigarette smoking. Yeah. I remember that too. That was crazy. Um, although I don't like cigarette smoke, as I've said before, just recently. No. Um, I don't know that that worked at all. People are still smoking. I like personal freedom a little bit more than I hate cigarette smoke. I yeah, think is my conclusion. I would agree. Yes. As much as I don't like it, yes, yes. people are going to find a way to do it anyway. And yeah, J Lo. Yeah, we've been having school shootings. Um, I mean, for a while because nobody in this country wants to address these issues. Um, but recently, some of the parents of a school shooter were actually charged. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. This is the first time I've heard of any parents in a school shooting that actually have been charged with that crime. Yeah, for real, if it was me running things, yeah. we would charge parents all the time and give them the death penalty if their kids killed somebody in a school shooting. But at least we're doing a, a little bit this of This is a step now. this is a this is a um you know this is a um what do you call it? This is a good step forward I think. I do too. Um I don't know that I would charge parents all the time, but I do think that kids um, who decide to shoot 
uh, people, innocent people that don't have anything to do with them. Um, I don't think that they should be charged as adults, but I do think that they should spend the rest of their teen years until they're 18, at least in, in juvenile hall and then charge them as an adult before they give them the death penalty. I think. Well, why not just charge them as an adult and give them a death penalty early then? I don't know. <laughs> well, like, a, a, so, okay. So I don't know where I fall on this because I've heard some really disturbing cases about little kids, like as young as 10 shooting their fathers or shooting whoever it was. Okay. And the court did not want to charge them as adults because they're still minors. And I, I, I don't know where I fall on this actually. I, I know all roads go back to Howard Stern at some point. Oh my goodness. But back in the day, I don't know why Robin doesn't do the news anymore. Mm. She stopped that during COVID and I really wish they would go back to it. Mm. But I, some of my favorite times listening to Howard was when Robin would read different news stories and Howard would comment on them. Mm -hmm. I want to say I was in high school. But I was near the end of it. So this had to be 2000 or 2001. Uh And there was this case of a six-year-old who took a gun to school and killed a little girl in his classroom. I remember that. And Robin was just telling the story to Howard. And she's like, so Howard, what do you think we should do with this? Uh And he said, well, we should put the kid to sleep. That's all. And I... I think that's how we should approach kids who do that type of thing. Just put them to sleep. I think that that's a good answer. I, when I heard that, I'm like, that makes sense to me. And it still makes sense to me 20 years later. I, I, I don't think it's as simple as that, Bob. Really? No. And the parents to sleep too. Mm, no. Well, uh, why not? Uh, why not? Okay. No. Why not? Okay. Well, it, I mean, you have to, I think he, I think that, that, we're so quick to look at just that part of the case. Mm. You know, how did the kid bring the gun to school? How were they able to have access? Because I heard about that case. It was really disturbing. It was. And and that little girl was just, you know, there and he shot her in the head. I mean, it, it was just so disturbing to me. Um, why did the parents let him leave? And did they know that there was a gun in there? Um who was watching that child? I don't know. I, I just think that they, that we should um, really find out the whole entire picture of this case, not just what we saw or what we heard. I say we either put the kids and the parents to sleep or we take them all out for cake and ice cream. Oh, bubs. <laughs> yeah. Like Alana wants. What? I didn't say that. Okay. No, I know. I know. I'm exaggerating a little bit. Ah! <laughs> But these parents in this new case, for real, seem like horrible people. No, no, they 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 need to be charged. Yeah, they they and it just when I was hearing more about it, I'm like, they actually knew about this. Yeah, so they were actually involved. There are so many school shooters. Maybe we should give out a few more details because apparently there have been something like thirty school shooter shootings since August of this year. But this was the case. I don't remember homeboy's name. He killed like three or four people. Ethan Crumley. Yeah, Ethan Crumley. 
sent seven others to the hospital and his parents bought him the gun like a week before he was caught online in his classroom searching for ammo a few days before the shooting and the mom texted the son saying lol we're not mad just don't get caught or something wow. to that effect. well well actually that that was his father's gun you know but the father bought it for the son that's oh. what i heard Okay, well, and then he, and then he also tried to, um, he also tried to, um, uh, act like a police officer and. Yeah. That was really horrible. And before that, though, the day of the shooting, his parents were called into the school to talk about their son because there were some suspicious things like searching for ammo and glass and mm -hmm. other things. And the mm -hmm. parents just stood up and walked out of the principal's office, apparently. Yeah, yeah, they really need to, um, be held accountable this time. And they went on the run. Yeah, and it's it's one thing if the parents were not directly involved, but these parents were directly involved and they found they found them in a basement. Mm -hmm. So they they weren't too good at running away. I'm glad they got caught babes. Oh, so am I. We don't need these uh parents walking around. No. No, they they need they need the um maximum that the court can give them. We will give them cake and ice cream, but <laughs> it's going to be in a jail cell. It won't be cake and ice cream. And somebody's going to put something in the ice cream. It'll be bugs and bug zapper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bugs and Wade. Bug zapper. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the sweater. Nice sweater. I love the sweater. I got this. Uh, a friend of mine gave it to me after she went dumpster diving. I remember that when you I got this hippie Christmas of 2011. Oh, my goodness. What? Wow. Oh. Okay. Let's talk about God and the good book. So. Oh, my. Where are we going with well, this? Well, hold on. Mm. A buddy of mine called me yesterday when he uh, was having his lunch hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Bro, aren't you supposed to be at work? And he's like, oh, I'm there. it's lunch hour now. We talked more than an hour. So I, I don't know how that whole thing works. But uh, okay, as, as far <laughs> as I know, he was not fired. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's good. We start talking about death. And my buddy has been watching a lot of these shows on. Oh, yeah. I think I know where we're going. Yeah. Segment. People who. Talk to the dead, right? Talk to the dead and, and all of this stuff. Uh-huh. And I, I won't give you every detail, but it was a very fun okay. conversation because, as you know, I like to explore the idea of reality. And a theory I have, which you have heard many times, is I believe this is one version of reality, but it's not the only version. And when people talk about that type of stuff, what they usually mean is you're alive and then you're dead and then your version of reality is either heaven or hell. But I think that there's probably infinite versions of reality, right? And we're just scratching the surface here. And my friend kind of is on the same wavelength, as you can imagine, because we get into this stuff a lot. But anyways, so there is a book called The Bible, Babes. I know. I read it this morning. And, okay. <laughs> um, now, are you familiar with Revelations? It's Revelation, and yes, I'm familiar with Revelation because I read I read it to you. Um, I read part of it to you, actually. Great book, uh, a lot of fun. Oh, hold on, babes, hey, hold on. No mocking. I'm not mocking. Ow. Oh, I hit you with my head. Thank you. That was a complete accident because why would I hit you with my head? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny, babes? We call it uh, spousal abuse head, and it's a man. <laughs> 
who who beats his wife, but he instead of slapping her, he'll take his head and throw it against his head against her and beat her up that way. And it, but it hurts him just as much as it hurts her because it's literally he's breaking his skull because he does it so much. I don't know. Um. I just came up with that idea off the top of the dome. I'll have to talk to you about that. Oh, you don't like it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Enough about spousal abuse head for now. So in this book of Revelation. Yes. There's something in it about how three. Now, I haven't really read the book. Alana's read portions to me. Yeah. I don't know if this is true, but this is what my friend claims is in the book. Okay. Right? So he says. Then in the book, there's something about three people are going to die. And then a couple of days later, Jesus is going to come back and the whole world is going to see this. Uh, which three people are you talking about? I don't know. He didn't say, he didn't specify their names. He didn't say, um, uh, Rick, you're part of this group or it's going to be, you know, Tucker Carlson or whoever it's going to be. He just said three people are going to die. And the he whole might world be talking about, he might be talking about the two witnesses. Okay. Because the two witnesses are going to be preaching for, uh, and that's, that is, uh, prophesied in Revelation where, uh, they're going to be, uh, preaching in Jerusalem. And they are going to be killed, but God is going to raise them up and take them back to heaven. But this is before, um, uh, this is before Jesus comes back and takes believers. Yeah, I'm, I'm only telling you what he told me. Okay. And then he says this is going to happen right before Jesus comes back. And when Jesus comes there, the whole world is going to see this. And so what my friend told me is, mm-hmm. the, now the way we got onto this topic is he was saying, I believe that the internet is alien technology. You did or she said that? He said that. That's a little bit odd. Well, well, then you're going to think what I'm about to say is kind of odd too. Uh, Because I don't necessarily disagree with him on that. But I asked him to clarify. I said, well, what do you mean by aliens? Do you mean that means from another planet or from some other dimension or universe? And he said it could be either one. And I said, I could totally believe that. I didn't say I did, but I said I could. Okay. And I believe, I could maybe believe is a a strong term. I could easily be convinced that a way that beings from another plane of existence or other planet choose to communicate uh, with us is through telepathy. So instead of just bringing their spaceship here or, you know, coming here and talking to us, they could send messages to our minds. Um, yeah, I think you've told me this before. Yeah, so it doesn't seem that far-fetched that maybe they help construct the internet. So anyways, he tells me this thing about Jesus, and he's like, I always found that weird when I was younger, Rick, the part about, well, how is the whole world going to see this, right? How is the whole world going to see Jesus coming back? I mean, is it going to be an image that God plants in people's head? But then he said... Well, maybe what that really is, is the reason we have the internet is so we could see something like this. Because now we have the way for the whole world to see this. Well, let me tell you how I feel about this. Go ahead. Because, I was just trying to say something. Um, I, I, so I understand why he would ask this question. I yeah. don't know if he's read the book of Revelation or maybe it's the, uh, um, uh, maybe, maybe it's a book of Mormon's interpretation, but. Because my friend did grow up in a Mormon Okay, castle. so what I understand is this. Go ahead. Um, 
There's going to be a time that we don't know what's going to, we don't know when it's going to come. Tomorrow morning. Well, eight. hold on. Just listen. Or later. Keep hey. Going. Ah, stop, stop, stop. Go ahead. Listen. All right. Keep going, babes. So the, this is, this is how I, I believe that stuff is going to happen. What's up? Um, there is an appointed time that this is going to happen, but we don't know when it's going to happen. And even Jesus doesn't know what's going to happen. It's, um, his father knows when it will happen, but it's going to be in an expected time. And while, when this is going on, uh, the dead in the, the dead in their graves are rising and the people that are still alive that are, um, that our believers will, will leave. But every, the, the ones that are left behind are going to see this, this going on, but they're not going to, a lot of them are not going to, um, a, a lot of them may not believe that it's actually Jesus. So all this stuff is going to happen. There's probably going to be a lot of chaos. Airplanes are going to be probably crashing and cars will be crashing because people, will be uh leaving clothes behind and everything but some people may uh brush it off and think oh maybe it's aliens maybe it's something else they're not going to know what it is nice so there so so i don't think everybody is going to see this because not everybody is going to notice it oh well it's it, it'll be interesting to see what happens now as you know i don't believe in jesus I think that that's an idea that God made, or not God, that man made up. You don't, so, so what you're saying is that you don't yet feel that this is, um, that this could possibly happen. Well, so let me, let me explain. I don't believe in the concept of Jesus. I think it's a man made thing. But then there's an, an argument to say, well, what does Rick say often? Rick always. I'm speaking myself. You always question, you always, you always question any religious thing though. Right. But I always also say, or often do, is that one of my favorite quotes is that great art is a lie that helps you see the truth. And that's something I believe as somebody who's worked in the performing arts for all of my adult life. So maybe it's not, we're being foretold of Jesus coming back. But maybe and maybe it's not there's a revelation, but maybe there's like an awakening that is supposed to happen. And Jesus is the way these artists chose to depict this awakening occurring. Oh, I think there's an awakening going to happen, but um Um But I don't think it's the way that you see it. Oh. Well, we see things a little bit differently. The J Wool, but maybe it'll be on the internet. So if I uh, no, if I'm asleep during it, I'll, I'll just watch it on YouTube. No, it's later. it's it's not. You may not even see it. You may die before then. Oh, I may die before then. Oh, oh. Well, if I'm still alive and I miss it because I'm out having lunch with a buddy of mine, I'll just YouTube it. Oh my goodness! But, but you don't want me to see it on YouTube. Well, you may not see it on YouTube because nobody will. The people that are 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 not leaving may not know what's going on. Oh, until uh, much later. I do think that there is. I don't know. I mean, this world is so confusing. I could see there being an awakening, though. Oh, there will be, but for some people, it'll be too late. Oh. Um. 
Yeah, I, I was about to say something, but I don't think we want to go there. I don't think so, unless you want to be tickled again. I don't think so. We won't go there, then, okay. babes. Okay. But, um, uh, interesting. Yes, yes. Now. I, I kind of wonder, though, what? Bubs, because I do know your buddy. Yeah. I wonder how his reaction would be if he actually asked my opinion on this because I would told I would tell him something totally different. Oh, he already knows you're a Jesus person. We've had many discussions about that. Oh, great! Of course he knows, we, babes. He's one of my closest friends. Of course I'm going to tell him. Oh, Lana's in a Jesus, and she's a Trump. What? Ah, ah! No, no. <laughs> what's up, old babes? Are you mocking me again? No, I'm just saying what I told him. I said, Oh, Lana's in a Jesus. She's in a Trump. And- you know, sometimes it's hard to tell uh, which one she likes better, Jesus or Trump. Ah! Ah, stop, stop, stop. What? Jesus, force, Bubs. Oh, even before Trump? Of course, Bubs. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Mm. Give me a kiss. No, I'm mocking. Yeah, you, you need a kiss, uh, and then we're going to change subjects. Mm. Yeah, because mm. you need one. Why? Because you're, you're waiting for uh, your Lord and Savior to return. So until then, you get a kiss. Give me a kiss. Fighting words? No, because this is the way that the universe is showing you that Jesus still loves you. Ah! All right, now give me a kiss. Don't forget to kiss her. The southern accent comes out. Mm. 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 Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. I went down the luxury house rabbit hole for a while. Oh, Yes. I think you know where we're about to go. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about this because I have a lot to say. (laughs) Yeah, so do I. So there was a house that they finished building earlier this year called The One. Now, for some reason, I thought it was on sale for like a billion dollars. And it turns out you would actually get a bargain. It's only $500 million that they're charging for it. Hmm. It was designed by a guy named Niall Niami. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, something like that. Who's kind of a weirdo, to put it nicely. <sighs> yeah, I would agree. I've been going down the Nile Naomi rabbit hole the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And this morning when I came home, I only showed you one video, but there was more I could have showed you that are just as interesting. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> well, that doesn't involve this house, right? Well, no, that do involve the house. Oh, okay. Involve the house. Okay. What's your take on this dude? Uh, the word that would describe what I would use to describe him would be pretentious. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who in the world would want to have a nightclub in this house? I mean, so, so, so we were watching, what is the guy's name? August the Duck was the name of the guy that was showing the, that was, um, that had the channel, right? Yeah. And he was showing clips from another YouTuber who goes by the name producer Michael. And supposedly, producer Michael, it's this guy named Michael who... Oh, he's the one that's giving the commentary then, right? Well, no. August the Duck is giving the commentary. Okay. Producer Michael supposedly used to be a music producer. And now he tours luxury properties. Oh, okay. So August the Duck was taking clips from his video and commenting. Oh, I see. So the... Okay, so the... So producer Michael is a guy from the UK, right? Yes. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Okay. So... Um, I thought it was very pretentious. I, it, it just seemed to me like it was this huge, uh, glorified bachelor pad with way too many bathrooms, 
uh, a 50 car garage. Who needs a 50 car garage? And, uh, way too many bedrooms. And like, how many people does he expect to live here? I, I, I mean, it was just the most ridiculously, um, pretentious house I ever heard of. The master bedroom is supposedly 5,000 square feet. And I'm like, who's going to sleep in there? I mean, and then I think about like, okay, if I lived in that house, I would be like, well, what do I, what should I do today? Where should I start? There's like so many things to do, but way too many options. I don't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do with myself, honestly. Also, Niall, I mean, he, he might be a nice guy, but he seems very full of himself. At one yes. point during the tour, he says that this house is going to change the world. His world, maybe. Yeah. He also talks about how, uh, you know, part of this is dedicated. Uh, I, You know, I have my soulmate. Uh, we met eight months ago during the pandemic and we're divorced. You know, she's from Portuguese, but we're connected uh, on a deeper Argentina. level. And I, I, I'm sorry, Argentina. And I loved August the Duck's commentary about this. Like, yeah, wait. Yeah, like, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> she, she was your soulmate. You married her, but you divorced her because she's from Argentina. Yeah. And, and you just met her eight months ago. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. August the Duck did another video. So, so. Here's the video I wanted to show you, but I thought it might be overkill. Producer Michael ended up interviewing Niall. Yeah. For like a sit down thing. Okay. And in that interview, Niall talks a little bit more about the house that he thinks that he can make money throwing parties there and having uh -huh. boxing event there. Okay. Because people are going to really be excited to see a boxing event from this venue. Uh, Michael is like, um, well, can I come? And Niall says, well, yeah, uh, it, it'll cost $45,000 for you, but I'll let you in. $45,000. He also says that he wants to have concerts there and he plans to use what's called the God plane to get people like Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson to perform at this house. So what is the God plane? I don't know. What? They're dead. I know. And what is and so August the Duck just rips him a new asshole uh, in, in the second video, which I thought was hilarious. But again, I, I thought it might be too much the, to show you that. The one. God plane? Yes, he really? literally calls it that. That's in, How is he supposed to resurrect these people that have died? Well, because the house is so nice, babes, <laughs> that God is going to give them a night off from heaven to go and visit it. Uh, assuming that they're both in heaven. Yes. I don't know. That's insane. What is he thinking? Well, we know what really made me very uncomfortable was the bathroom part. Oh, yeah. You tell this part. I okay. know exactly what you're talking about. So there's a community bath. There's like a his and hers bathroom part. There's a there's a girl's part of the bathroom. There's two separate bathrooms. There's two separate bathrooms. And was it the girls that had the cameras or the guys? It was the girls that had the monitors and the guys that had the camera. Right, right, right. Okay. The guys was going to have the camera. He hadn't put them in yet. Okay, so the guys were going to have the cameras and the girls were going to have the monitor to peep on guys. And I'm like, why would a girl want to check out a guy when he's using the bathroom? And what I loved is when he's explaining this, he says, see, this shows you that I'm thinking like a girl. And I'm, and I'm thinking about, no, and I'm just kind of laughing because I'm like, no girl thinks that way. He obviously doesn't know what, how a girl thinks. No. 
Um, like I, I'm not a girl know. and I know that. Not only do girls not want to be looked at, but girls don't want to look like a look at a guy while they're on the toilet. That's I think, ridiculous. in fairness to, to Niall, <laughs> oh. it was set up at the urinal, so it wasn't like you were going to watch the guy take a shit. No, but, but you're still just though, it's still though. Who wants? Who? What, what girl wants to watch a guy pee in the urinal? I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's a little bit out there. That's really disgusting. Yes. Um. I'm thinking like a girl. No, you're not. You're not even a woman. So whatever. No, no, he just seemed very pretentious. And he was just, he just had this like, I don't know if the word is naive. I guess it may be. He had this like, um, he was very like naive about the whole thing. Like, oh, this is going to change the world. This is Mm going to be great. No, not really. Especially when the bank took it over. So yes, yes. Now he owes $80 million to the bank. $82 million to Hanky Capital, of all people. Right. Yes. And I only know that because of the second video. But yes. Yeah. So uh, no luck with the sale of the house. They keep want- They asked him to bring the price down to like $350 million, But he insisted that it was worth at least half a billion. Yeah. I think the name of the house should have been the one for Nile. Yeah. Or not Niles the one, place. or Niles Place, not the one. Yeah, because it isn't the one. I don't know who would think it would be the one, except for him. People can, I guess, start to believe their own hype, and I think that's what happened to Nile because apparently he was kind of a successful guy in the luxury home market in L.A. Yeah. Um. So anybody can fall into that trap of just believing that they can do anything they want and it's just going to be successful. It's just going to land into their lap. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I just, I, it was funny how August the Duck was just, you know, putting it into perspective and, you know, giving us the reality check of it <laughs> and giving him the reality check of it. That's right. Cause I'm like, why isn't anyone telling this guy you're ridiculous? <laughs> what are you doing? This could be, and I was giving you ideas about how this house could be put to good use. Like they should break it up into a mall area. Yeah. Um, if they were, if they wanted to have a nightclub, it should be outside of that place. Um, you could provide it as a guest house, but take all the other stuff out of it. And you're not the only one who's had ideas like that. That's a big thing. That uh, people have been saying online, like this could be a luxury resort or yes. you could, or you could turn it into a small mall or stuff like that. Or part of it could be like a, a bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like, why don't you use it for good use? You know, maybe you could, maybe one part of it could be, um, I don't know, like use for um, a place where people could have parties, but not in a nightclub setting where people could fall into uh oh I like that one part in the nightclub setting. Tell me. In the nightclub part where um there was like a a, a couple of fire pits. Yeah. Like a a dry spot and a wet spot area. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people dying because <laughs> of water and fire. Good stuff. Thing that is do. really a bad idea. Yes. It's a fire hazard. Yes. <laughs> so something I've been thinking about in relation to money. Yeah. At what point is power more important than your pocketbook? 
I'm thinking of somebody like Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. When we were coming up in the early 2000s, mm -hmm. late 90s, some people were speculating that within 10 years, Bill Gates was going to be a trillionaire. Mm -hmm. And he's doing very, very well in life. Mm. I th the last time I checked, he's worth like $136 billion. That's insane. Right. But Jeff Bezos <laughs> is worth more than him. Yes, he is. Um, so I'm wondering, do you think Bill Gates wakes up each morning thinking to himself, I'm not the richest man in the world anymore? Or do you think with somebody like him... It's more about acquiring power, not just through money, but also serving on different boards of corporations and charity. Oh, groups. I think it's all about power. Yeah. I think he, he, um, he really believes that he's got all this power. He does have a lot of power. He does have power, but, um, not everybody, uh, not everybody is listening to him either. Right. But I mean, Bill Gates is just an example. Like some of his thoughts around nuclear energy are a little bit crazy. And of course, the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, we, that is insane. We don't know the full story, but we can assume that there's some stuff there. Yeah. I, I did hear a clip of that interview with him and that really creeped me out, actually. Yeah. It really did. Yes. But in general, do you think most rich, super rich people are more interested in the money or the power? Well, I think initially they're interested in money, but I think that, um, because they love it so much, yeah. they think that they, they're, they're so hungry with power. Mm. Um, and they are concerned with worldly riches. Mm. And that's where, well, you remember when we talked about that thing in scripture that says it's easier for an eye, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle? Yes. Right? Yeah. This is a perfect example of that because these pe these guys, these super, super powerful guys are so concerned with worldly riches um, that it's probably, I would imagine that they're consumed by it. Mm. Not just riches, but power. Yeah. Power. It's a, it's a lust for power and a lust for money. And the, that's not a good thing. No. No. No, no, no. Well, good. Well, good. I'm glad we agree on that. Bye-bye. I think we do. I don't know about the whole, whole health thing there, J-Wo, but maybe so. J-Wo. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm excited, babes. Yeah. Tonight, we're going to do some cool recipes. Yes. Or a recipe. Recipe. Hopefully, it turns out all right. Yes. And. Yeah. I get to show you my favorite action movie, The Matrix. Mm. That's going to be fun. Yeah, and it's possible I may have seen some of it, but it's been, it's, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, there's some amazing things in this movie, babes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I almost quoted it, but I know you don't like that, so I'll save it for tomorrow. All right. You... No, because then if you quote it, it's going to be, I'm, gonna, I'm never going to hear the end of it. Oh. Mm. Is there anything else you want to talk about, babes? Um, I don't think so. You think we should stop this makeout and then maybe watch an episode of The Boys? Possibly. All right. All right, give me a kiss. Let's, oh, let's oh. see if we're compatible. Let's try this first. Okay, mm. 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 stop, stop. What, what am I doing? It's you're distracting me, Bubs. Well, babes, uh, you got to remember, this is my first time ever kissing anybody. It is not. You know why it's not? What's that? 
you kissed me twice in this is in this episode, Bubby. Oh. Well there goes that theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness oh goodness alright babes unless there's anything else you want to say not right now alright well bye bye for now have a good one bye bye have a good one stay safe all that stuff bye 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 bye